0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here we go. All right, gals and pals. Game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game. Love the game. Or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the Sports Gal Pal herself, Ramona Rice.
1: Well, hey there, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where I help you understand why he screams at the TV during a game. I'm your host, Ramona Rice. You can connect with me on Twitter at Sports Gal Pal. And of course, on sportsgalpaw.com. it is... Thursday, Gals and Pals, that means a full lineup of sports this weekend because this is the best time of year for sports. All four major leagues, um, professional team, um, divisions, whatever you want to call them. I'm so excited. I can't even get the words out. They're all playing right now. We've got baseball in postseason glory, the World Series. We're going to get into that. NFL is going strong. NBA just tipped off. NHL, we're not talking about NHL though because I don't really understand hockey i'm sorry if you're a hockey expert come on the show and you can explain it my guest is giggling at me right now i have a very special guest today it is ryan the jaguar super fan from next fan up so happy to have you back ryan
0: i am happy to be here how's it going
1: it is good. All right. Before we get started, I'd like to address a little controversy that happened. Um, you were one of the very first super fans that came on when I did that crazy two-a-day experiment. You were one of the braver ones. I think you were the first one. Yes, you were the very first one. You were. And you were fantastic. And I told Pod Vader, your fearless leader and my um podcasting mentor, though he's made me very cross. We're gonna get into that. Um about how great you were, but pod Vader honed in. I told him how great, you know, a lot of you were, especially those beginning guys. The first couple guys were you, Sam, Brian, and Tim. And those are all guys um, who have come on my podcast again and again. And they banner with me on Twitter and it's a lot of fun and I love it. And obviously there was that whole flirt gate nonsense between myself and the, and Tim, I think you recall that it was talked about a lot on your show. A, A little bit. Yeah. Um, I would like it to be known because you actually talked about it on the show where Pod Vader was like, oh, Ramona and Tim, and she just went on and on and on about him. I went on and on and on about you, too, and you seemed like your feelings were hurt because you didn't hear that. So I'm sorry Pod Vader, did not convey the full appreciation of me to you for doing that. So I just want to, on behalf of Galpa Nation, say, Ryan, thank you.
0: <laughs> you're, you're welcome. I remember do, we were just recording uh, one of the Next Fan Up podcasts, and he... Uh, mentioned that kind of out of nowhere so I, I need you to know that I'm a, a very sarcastic playful person you probably know so if it sounded like my feelings were hurt they weren't uh, I was just going <laughs> I was rolling with the punches I'm okay you know if whoever's whoever's your favorite it's it's totally fine I knew we had a good time and uh, Tim is very entertaining as well but hey hey thanks <laughs> thank you.
1: You are my favorite because you're here right now. So um, let's get started. Um, you you want to start with NFL? Let's start with... So the, Ryan is an interesting sports fan. He and I like similar things, and then we don't like similar things. Um, mm. So I'm like, hey, let's talk about this. He goes, no, I don't want to
0: talk about that. I'm just And then he's it. like...
1: I know. And then he's like, I want to talk about this. I'm like, but I don't want to talk about that yet. He goes, okay, I'll handle that. So this is a very interesting episode. So I'm very excited about this, but let's start with something we both agree on the NFL. Um, I don't know about you. Um, real quick, let's talk about both of our teams are on bye. I am super happy the Philadelphia Eagles are on bye because this has not been an enjoyable football season, both college and professional. Um, Ryan, it is, it has been exhausting. I'm definitely ready for it to be over. Like if the NFL and college football seasons end it today, I would be perfectly okay with it.
0: Oh, you can't say that. The f- football is the best. Once it's over, then you will be yearning for it again next year.
1: No, because I will be in the glory that is college basketball, and Virginia is going to be so so good this year.
0: Okay, okay, that's that that's fun yeah. too. But ha- we knew it was going to be a weird season for the Eagles, didn't I? I, I I'm not sure what you thought, but. Uh... I kind of veered toward I didn't think the season was going to go that well because there was too many changes. But I wouldn't have been surprised if they were like the one seed in the NFC as well. So it was going to be a weird year no matter what happened. It's not over yet. That's all I'll say. It's, It's not over yet.
1: I just it's just awful. But let's talk about something. You your Jaguars. And you said it on the podcast yeah. that you had faith in them. They're actually doing d- decent. I mean, you know, we weren't expecting them to make the playoffs this year. You even said that. But you would be happy mm-hmm. with an improvement and, you know, see strides. I'm starting to see it. I mean, you guys looked – I mean, here's the thing. You know, in London last week, you guys, you know, were ahead and then you lost the lead. But you you found a way to win. And that, I think, shows tremendous progress because worse teams – are simply just going to give up and you guys fought through and you you came out with a victory. It wasn't the best victory, but it was a victory.
0: I lo- I love that you said that and and I agree. At the, watching that game, my you couldn't imagine my emotions because we we were up 27 to 3 and there were there was the two defensive scores within 7 seconds, which I feel like isn't even being talked about on ESPN and NFL Network and all that stuff. They just they skipped ahead to when it was like 27-16 or something, but EJ Manuel we score. EJ Manuel fumbles. We return it for a touchdown. The very next play, when they get it back, he throws a pick six, and I'm just riding high and everything's going great. But a lot of times when scores happen like that, some some of the like the offense can't get into a rhythm because they're not even on the field. And so everything just started going down. But at the and when we lost the lead, I just I just sat there kind of catatonic, like, oh no, here we go again. But yes, they drove down the field. And at the end of the day, we won. And right now, especially with not having many wins in the last few years, I'll just I'll take a win. However, I don't care how and I was very glad to see Blake Bortles take him down and and get the game winning drive for sure.
1: Plus with the AFC South, I mean, it's a, it's. I thought you know everybody's calling the NFC least. The AFC South (laughs) is the worst division in football right now, and it's not you guys. It's the Colts and the Texans (laughs) sneaking up between you know the Texans and now they got rid of him, but the quarterback couldn't figure out how to get onto a charter plane. I'm like, what? You
0: can't figure (laughs) that out. Ooh, I, I love. I I love all the turmoil that's going on in the division because the Titans are bad, like I thought they would be. The Texans, yeah, Mallet can't find a, the plane. And uh, the Colts have a lot of weird, is Pagano going to get fired? The GM and owner are fighting in the locker room. And as a Jaguars fan, I love seeing that. So it's very interesting. Um, I, I want to give a shout out to, to Dan, the Colts super fan, actually, because when we did a few AFC South previews on Next Fan Up, we both talked about how we, we didn't think the Texans were going to be any good at all. And apparently it turns out no team in the division is good. And yes, this is, this is basically the NFC South of, of last year. Um, and it, it scares me to talk about like playoff scenarios for the Jaguars, even though we're one game back, because I, you got to see a couple wins get strung together, but it's true. The Colts aren't very good either right now. So anything can happen and I'll try to remain optimistic. I'd just like to see a few more wins from, from Jacksonville for sure.
1: I don't blame you. All right, let's so both our teams are on by. So I'm I'm gonna enjoy a nice yeah. football um weekend where I'm just watching football for football's sake and for fantasy. So yeah. I'm really excited about that. Let's get started. So Thursday night, they've got a great matchup. I mean, in a couple weeks ago, I'll be honest with you, I was not looking forward to this matchup because Miami was playing no. like absolute garbage. And all of a sudden they got rid of the one guy. They brought in like the Hulk. Literally, I think he could chew glass. <laughs> like I think he does. Um and I love they're playing the the Joe games.
0: Philbin is just the one guy now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm like, whatever. You know, the only Philbin I care about is Regis, and he's retired. Um, So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Pats versus Miami. I think that's going to be an awesome, awesome game. Thursday night football. Um, I really want to see because that defense in, in Miami looks so much better already within two games. Now, this is going to be their true, first, true, true test. And it actually, you know, I th- feel like – at some point the Patriots are due a loss just because again, I hate them and their fans so, so much. If you are a Patriots fan, I don't feel bad for hating you. I'm over you, Pod Vader. Um, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. I'm over it. I'm over them. So and they're nonsense and they're whining. But I'm looking forward to this game. Um, I'm curious to see what you think and, and who. I mean, again, that offense, I, I feel like the Patriots, they have the best triplets, you know, right now. Gronk looks fantastic. Brady, of course, Edelman. Um, they all look really good. So I'm just curious, can that Miami defense figure out a way to stop them? And then can Ryan Tannehill and Landry, um, can, can they just figure it out? I don't know.
0: Well, uh, first of all, I just want to, I just want to let the the Patriots fans know that I I don't really mind them. I have no problem with the Patriots. So I'm just putting that out there, but I do love this matchup as well. And I know a few dolphins fans actually. So I would love, I would love if they get their, their fill and get to beat new England. And, and I I love this, this matchup here. Um, But the same time, um, if you're asking me what I expect, I do expect the Patriots to win. But that being said, that, to me, that doesn't mean that the Dolphins are all of a sudden bad again and they regress completely to what they were uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Dan Campbell, the Hulk, as you said, uh, he's got these teams winning like 80 to nothing at halftime so far, and this will be their, their first true test. And it is nice to see uh, to see them start being competitive again rather than what they were with, with Philbin. And uh, I I'm looking forward to Thursday. I just, you could probably hear it in my voice. I basically, I expect the the Patriots to take care of business on on Thursday, but that doesn't, if they lose, if the Dolphins lose to the Patriots, that doesn't mean that all their momentum is gone or all of a sudden they're regressing. I know they've played two bad teams and then possibly they're going to lose to a, a great team, but that doesn't mean that they're fully going backwards and Miami obviously looks recharged with Dan the man Campbell now
1: glass eater they are playing um you know at Patriots home stadium Gillette field so I am worried about the concern about that um yeah. you know just because that home field advantage is so so important but again we shall see um again I'm pulling for the Dolphins just because again I think New England needs to get knocked down it's just a personal bias um
0: just sure.
1: you know why I mean seriously they're fan. you know they're just oh we're, we've been oppressed I'm like you're not oppressed you want a Super Bowl yeah. Shut up! You know
0: what? Oh, oppressed? Oh, yeah. No, not at all. No, no. Like, like I hear a lot of times. I feel like Giants fans get kind of miserable and down, and I'm just like, give me a break! You don't won me, two Super don't Bowls. Even give star- like the, don't
1: even get me started on Giants years. fans.
0: There's not. A, oh yeah. a podcast.
1: Yeah, there's not yeah. pod- yeah, the podcast time in the world, Ryan. Oh my God. We do can, not get, but we still. We can, but we beat them. We so I'm beat. okay with that.
0: True. Yeah, yeah and because. and we can agree on that one. And trust me, I do understand. Personal biases, and we we will be talking about one of those coming up. I know.
1: Okay, yeah, a couple actually. Very, you have strong opinions about things. Okay. Next game, I'm looking forward to Bengals Steelers. So, um, I think it all depends on if Roethlisberger starts. That's the big question. Roethlisberger starts, and he can get some momentum. He's got all of his offensive weapons back, and the defense is looking better. They could win. Everybody was like with Kansas City. Oh, they couldn't win in Kansas City. It's a road game with freaking you know no-name quarterback. You know, I mean, come on, you know, I'm sorry. Road games are hard, you know, just because Kansas City doesn't have Jamal Charles, does not make them completely irrelevant? Like everybody's discounting the fact that Kansas City, the majority of those games were played on the road, their losses. That's hard. Um, You know, and their other losses were kind of close. So don't totally discount Kansas City. I can't believe I'm saying that, but uh, you're speaking the the
0: the truth. It's hard to win on. No, no, no. I completely agree. It's hard to win on the road. And, uh, the Steelers still didn't, you know, they didn't have been Roethlisberger. They're starting a rookie quarterback, and he, he makes some plays down the field, but overall, you know, didn't quite do enough. I thought it was the right choice to start him, although maybe that's not even relevant because uh, I don't know if Vic was able to play. But any anyway, uh, no, of course it's a tough game. I, I agree with you. I agree.
1: Plus, the Bengals are coming off a bye, and historically, I was looking back at their record, you know, again, when teams take breaks, that's sometimes not the best thing. So, you know, I've I've gotten a lot of flack from Bengals fans, particularly. Um, there's a podcast um Inside the Jungle with Nick Superling, who was a guest on my podcast. He's been a guest on your podcast, and he's great. But he tweeted me a couple of days ago and he's like, So, how do you feel about the Steelers now? As you claim that they were gonna win the AFC North. I'm like, Well, at the time I believed that and they still have the capability to do so. You know they can take advantage of. I'm like the Bengals right now can take advantage of a very weak a weak division with Baltimore and their nonsense. The Browns, God no, I mean their quarterback for God's sake mm-hmm. got injured by running to a wall. I mean that's its <laughs> own kind
0: of the old Gus Ratt issue. Play. Anyone knows why I'm
1: <laughs> You know, a healthy, um, fully stocked Steelers team is a threat because guess what? To win a division, they just need to beat the other divisions. Who cares what's going on outside of it? Who cares what games well, they've lost um, outside the division? That's my thoughts.
0: Well, we we basically agree here because I'll, I'll I'll tell you right now. I don't I don't know if you know this, but uh, you know on on next fan up, we all made predictions at the end of the year for many many things. But the Steelers are my AFC team for the Super Bowl, and I still feel Me strongly too. that. Oh, okay. There you go. Well. I feel like they can be that team, and I feel like they can be that team if they lose this Sunday because this is going to be a tough game. I love this matchup because uh, the Bengals are playing as well as anybody in the league. They're a complete team. Andy Dalton all of a sudden looks like Tom Brady or somebody, uh, which is crazy. Um, But this is in Pittsburgh, and Ben Roethlisberger is expected to start. So I I certainly think that the Steelers have a chance to win this game but um, you know I picked them honestly we picked a lot of the divisions too and I picked them as a wild card team but I still picked them for uh the Super Bowl um, so these are two really strong in my opinion two of the best in the AFC so e- even if Pittsburgh's record doesn't show it right now they're they're 4 and 3 but they treaded water very nicely without Ben Roethlisberger like It didn't go perfectly, but that went really well. If you look at it, there without their star quarterback, and they won. Was it they went two and two and two? I think, which is perfect. That's what you want your backups to do.
1: Now you get Big Ben
0: back, and they can they can make a run again. Now uh, it's going to be it's definitely one of the best matchups on Sunday, and I don't think it determines anything for the Super Bowl, but it would be a nice step for either team in the the division, obviously.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, last game, of my that I'm looking forward to Packers Broncos and defeated teams. Rogers versus Manning. That amazing Broncos defense, which is really keeping the Broncos in line, um, and also a weaker schedule and a weaker division. Let's be honest. And then the Packers, they're the Packers. I mean, they're just they're the Packers. Do I need to say anything more? I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers no. for God's sakes.
0: I completely agree, and you give credit to the Broncos defense, which is certainly due, but. Let's give credit to the Green Bay defense, and I know this sounds crazy because they're coming off the game where. No, they Clint gave
1: Matthews. What in the world? Is that that just all of the, It's so good.
0: Oh, okay. It's be think, a low, yeah, yeah. Day. So uh, the you know the last game they let Philip Rivers have 500 yards or whatever, and that that sounds really bad, and and it is, but they only gave up 20 points, and this defense is playing just at the top of their game for I think. Every other game this year, except for maybe the the beginning, the the Bears game. But anyway, this defense is good too. Clay Matthews is ridiculously good. They they drafted two cornerbacks in the in the first and second round, and they're both playing well and making plays for them. These are we have Rogers, we have Brady. Rogers is the. Uh, I'm sorry, Manning. Got, oh, how could I? I mistake? know. I hate it's- Peyton Manning. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> so we have. We have one, the best quarterback in the league and we have like a, I don't know, a t- top uh, 20 guy right now. I don't mean, I don't mean to pile on. Look, I, I don't like Peyton Manning. I just said it, but he is one of the, one of the best of all time. And it is kind of sad to see him right now. He, he's, he's just not, it's not the same. I, I don't enjoy watching somebody get older and not be able to do the, the things that he, that he once did. But obviously right now, Rogers, it, it doesn't have to be said is, is much, much better, but you know, we're in Denver. Denver has a tough defense, and the Packers' offense really has, hasn't has been that great in the last few weeks. I kind of agree with you. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, which is kind of funny to say when you have these two quarterbacks, but it's going to be a really, really fun Sunday night matchup.
1: I agree. I'm looking really forward to it. So um, next is and college football. I'm, I'm which... just going to say
0: real, real quick, too, because uh, you yeah. could possibly – you know, obviously one of these two teams is staying undefeated. Um, I would really love to see because I, I believe if the Packers were to win and then Carolina wins on Monday night, they play each other the next week. So you could have another undefeated matchup uh, for two weeks in a row. And they're obviously in the same conference. That's that would just be really great to see for, for two weeks in a row.
1: That would be good to see. That's a good point. Um, I'm still mad at Carolina. Um for being oh, awesome and the right. Eagles for not being awesome. But that's okay yeah. because I do like Jimmy Six and it's that's just, it's a weird. It's just a weird football season. The whole, it's a very top-heavy football season. The teams that are true. good are really good and the teams that are bad are just really, really bad. And then there's a lot of just gross in the middle. There's not a the, lot of parody this year.
0: It's very, yeah, it's very true. And and yet, the NFL is so crazy because by the end of the year, even if a team has a 14-2 to record, it or something like that. You can clearly see sometimes when teams are not playing well toward the end of the year, and all of a sudden a nine and seven team looks amazing, and that team can end up going to the Super Bowl. So that's why I love the the National Football League for sure.
1: That means the Giants are probably going to win another Super Bowl again. Oh Yay.
0: gosh, you're probably right. Ugh, oh, don't don't let me.
1: So 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 sad. Right. Sam doesn't need okay. any more Super Bowls. No, I deserve one. <laughs> Maybe you.
0: Oh, let's, let's have the, wouldn't too. that be
1: fun? The Jaguars versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl? That would
0: be crazy. Hell
1: yeah. like this, <laughs> that would be awesome. It's not going to happen. But if that happened... Not this year. Like, not this year. No. Maybe one day. Someday. Yeah. All right, moving on. Sa- Saturday is Halloween. Yay. Um, Ooh. I know, spooky. Um, So yeah, I will not that, that be was, going I guess that was a ghost. To-
0: I don't know what I was doing.
1: <laughs> it is spooky um, I will not be going up to Charlottesville to watch UVA lose to Georgia Tech um, one because they're going to lose to Georgia Tech because they're terrible and two um, the tiny humans would like to go trick or treating and so I could not convince them to go to f- see a bad football they were like no we want to dress as ninjas which they are um, my daughter and son they're both going to be ninjas and we're having a huge Halloween party here at our house um, and I'm going to be Alice from Alice in Wonderland and my husband's going to be the white rabbit I tried to convince the nice. tiny humans to be the Mad Hatter and the Cheshire Cat. They would not go, so they're going to be ninjas. Yeah, cool. Yes. Do you have Halloween plans instead of what? Because you don't watch college football. You don't like it.
0: No, I I despise college football. It's the That's worst. So wrong,
1: Ryan. It's not the worst. Um, It's so awesome. College football is great. College football is awesome. The Heisman College Game Day. The College Game Day was at uh, James Madison University, um, which is here in Virginia, and Harrisonburg. And shout out to them. They lost their game. But those students were awesome. College football fans are the best because I'm one of them. We are awesome. What is wrong with you?
0: Nothing wrong with the fan. Look, okay, for... We'll get into Halloween after. I don't want to make this my college football diatribe, but I'd, I'll just give you a little taste. And if you have follow-up questions, feel free. But I just—it's—I hate it, and it's not because of the games because the games are 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 good. The fans are obviously amazing. There's a lot of really, you know, passionate fans out there. There's nothing wrong with any of that. The reason why it's I despise it so much is because of the, the mindless, stupid BCS system that was that was there for a while. And now, the way that they say, oh, everything's okay is by putting four teams in a playoff. Give me a break. So still, college football, the reason why I hate it, is the only, only, only sport in existence where if you theoretically... Win every single game on your schedule. That doesn't mean that you're going to win the championship, which I hate because there's other schools in the FBS. Like uh, I, I don't. Doesn't matter who, but they're just they're thought of as lesser teams. And if they go undefeated, but Alabama has one loss or whatever, then you're going to put Alabama in, and the other team has no chance. And it's dumb. It's in the NFL, in the NBA, in Major League Baseball. In college baseball, in college basketball, if you're Wofford or or Florida Gulf Coast of a couple years ago, if you just win every game that's on your schedule, you could be the champion. And I don't like that college football just doesn't let people come to the party, so to speak. It's so mindless, it just bothers me. The one example I use every time, and I don't care, is in my backyard, is UNLV. I live in Las Vegas. Uh, I don't really care about the football program because I hate college football. But if they were to go undefeated out of nowhere, they never will because they've been awful. But if they were to suddenly go undefeated, that doesn't guarantee them a chance in the playoff, and they they probably won't have a chance at the championship, which just drives me insane. If they go to if they go to eight teams, I'll probably start watching again, and things will be fine because theoretically they'll let. You know, these lesser schools that don't belong. And by the way, if they don't belong, then take them out of the FBS. Oh, it it bothers me so much. I I hear stuff about we can have five conferences, the Power Five, and maybe we'll get rid of the NCAA. I love that idea because then you'll know who can play for the championship and who deserves to be there. And just get rid of the other schools then if you're not going to give them a chance. You're terrible, college football. I hate you. I'm sorry.
1: Wow. Wow, do you feel better?
0: I do. I really do.'t had I haven't had to, <laughs>
1: wow. I haven't
0: had to uh, tell anybody that in a long time.
1: Oh my gosh, that that was yeah. deep. Um, you, you're crazy. Um, I agree with you about the playoffs, Why? but we have to start somewhere. We have to start somewhere. So let's start with four. It will eventually expand. Um, yeah. But, all right. well, college, but again, I think, I, think I have a different perspective. I, I just think I have a different perspective because, again, not that Virginia is any good at fo- college football. I want to be very clear. But You know, it's so much part of my identity as a Wahoo, you know, to to go to college football games and to do all that. So that's fun too. And there is, and maybe it's because I am part of one of those Power Five conferences. If Virginia, (laughs) I say this, and this really hurts my heart because it will never happen. There is a chance Virginia could go for a run and and at least be relevant.
0: Yes, (sighs) they're allowed. They're allowed in. They're allowed in. But 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 not not right now. But God forbid we let Boise State play somebody who matters a few years ago. The last the la- I've seen I've seen uh, three, I think, three college football games in the last like six or seven years, because the last the day I decided to stop watching was I was sort of on the fence about college football. And I was like, OK, maybe I'll give it a chance. And Boise State was playing TCU and TCU is not in the big uh, 12 at this time. So they were a nobody. Boise State was undefeated, um, and it was it was a big game. They played each other, and it was a great game, and Boise State lost at the end because of a field goal or something. And I remember watching that game and going, oh, yeah, right now, because this other nobody school that nobody is going to let in at the time, TCU, because of this game, Boise State, even though they look great all year, is never going to be given a chance. And I just remember watching that and being like, well, this – This is it. They were like the last chance for anything to happen and and it got ruined. And so from that moment on, I just I I was done. I was like, if they if this team who looks good at least good just doesn't get a shot, then I'm I'm done. I'm done with you. And I'm not I'm not doing this to try to get people to join me and like make a difference. You know, it's not gonna make a difference. This is just my (laughs) this is my personal feeling. I just I can't I can't do it anymore. I can't put any energy into it. And and just so everybody knows, I'm not a fan of any of these teams. When I was uh, when I was watching college football, I was kind of a Florida Gator fan because that's where Fred Taylor went. So I was I'm mildly you know in, into them. So I, I would be a fan of one of those power schools. And and I think they're doing well or something this year. Um, but uh, I I don't even know any. I'm, I I just see I can go off on tangents on this all the time. I just. In the NFL, if the the Browns went undefeated, obviously they're going to win the the title, and it's just, uh, it just, but it bugs me. It bugs me.
1: I, I can tell. All right, here are the games that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> well, I will, I'll be honest with you. I'm getting ready for a giant Halloween party, so I probably won't be watching much college football. Yeah. If you're going to be watching college football, uh, the game not to miss, not to miss is eight o'clock. Um, it is going to be Notre Dame taking on Temple, which is one of the smaller schools taking on a big dog, and Notre Dame comes yeah. to Temple, so that's going to be amazing um both of them are ranked um you know again no Dame. they came to virginia and they barely escaped but ever since then with the exception of clemson they played very well they're a very good team um that's the game to watch um a couple other interesting ones um miami will take on duke of course miami just fired their coach al golden which i'm very sad about because miami was one of the few teams that virginia consistently beat so now that they fired him we probably will lose that game too um and duke is really good for coastal like ACC, it, it, the, the coastal ACC is the AFC South um, of college football, just to give you perspective, Brian. Um, and okay. then USC takes on Cal. Um, again, USC is without its coach. Um, there's been a ton of coaches that have just suddenly either been fired or quit for various reasons. Um, the University of Minnesota coach um, actually announced today that he would be retiring immediately due to health concerns. Um, Steve Spurrier from um, the University of South Carolina retired all of a sudden you know we've got several long-term coaches and lots of lots of openings this year. So the entire like landscape of college football is going to be very different. And again, college football this year for me has been really lackluster. And maybe it's because I'm a Virginia fan and it's been I mean it's been awful. It's been atrocious football to watch. But, you know, overall again, it's kind of like the, the I just feel like again, football's on a down year. It's just not it's just not a good year. It, 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 for me, it's not been there's not been a lot of like oh my god moments. So, you know what is it, oh my God, moment. Um, can I, and here's another sport you hate baseball world series ah, last night,
0: Hates a Mets board. and
1: Royals. Can I tell you how awesome that game was? How great this series is going to be? How excited I am about this series Two great franchises, great fan bases. And they did not disappoint between Joe Buck's awful beard um, kind of growing on me now. It doesn't look as bad, but I think that's Stockholm Syndrome because I've looked at it so much now that I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. No, it's really bad. Like It looks like hair that you would shave off in other body parts. And I'm just going to leave it like that and let you guys figure out what I'm talking about because I'm going to try to keep this PG so my tiny humans can listen to mommy later. Um, Ugh. So there's that. Then, Ryan, I don't know if you heard because I know you didn't watch the game. You were probably watching NBA basketball because that kicked tipped off yesterday but um there was a huge power outage um for the truck like for fox feed so all of a sudden like the feed went away kind of like the super bowl a couple years ago between um the ravens and the 49ers in the um new orleans uh, in new orleans it was just like that only um that at least you kept seeing people play like they just completely stopped the game they completely stopped everything and then they had to go to like the international feed and then like joe buck and harold reynolds kicked the international guys out and they were actually really better like um, than the um, Joe Buck was. So it was very, very strange. A um, couple other things that happened. Infield home run um, to lead off infield home run for the Royals, which was a huge mistake by the Mets. That was awesome. You know, again, this is going to be a series that really tests the Mets. Everybody's like, oh, the Mets just flew through the Dodgers, flew through the um, Cubs. That's because neither one of those teams played very well. So this is the Royals in 11 postseason appearances before last night, only committed one error in field. They are a great defensive team. So I really think, as much as my heart, Ryan, wants the Mets to win, I'm agnostic when it comes to baseball. I don't have a baseball team, Mm. but my dad's a Mets fan. And I like the Mets. You know, I can appreciate them. But I have a feeling it's the Royals year.
0: Well, uh, yeah, any of my baseball affiliations lie with family and friends, too. So I end up you know not rooting cuz i don't watch but you know enjoying if 9 to 10 teams win just because those are my friends and I, I don't care you know so i i don't know any mets fans or royals fans um and yeah the i hate is a strong word for baseball i i just don't really like it it doesn't do anything for me uh but it seemed like an amazing game one and i i you can't help but uh see something on Twitter when you're, if you're following any sport and people are just talking about it and the power out, it seemed crazy. And, and re- in it a was. weird way, in a weird way, uh, it's to me, honestly, that that's great for baseball because it, it took people like me who are, who are just, aren't really going to watch and it, it made it, it certainly made it intriguing with, with that happening. And, and the fact that the game goes, Uh, So long. uh, It seemed like a really, really great start to the World Series, even if I'm not watching.
1: It was. So again, games um, Friday night. It's going to be there's a game tonight as we're recording. We always we record Wednesdays. It'll come out tomorrow. So they're playing tonight. They're actually going to be starting about 20 minutes or so as Ryan and I are talking. So we actually were going to tape this originally What nine o'clock and Ryan goes, no, I got to watch this game. And I'm like, Oh, that's good. Cause I want to watch this game. The seat, Ryan, you know, <laughs> so awesome. Um, Love it. But Friday night. Uh, yeah. The, the Royals will come. will they will move the series to New York. Um, and then they'll play game four, obviously Saturday. And then depending on if they need to play game five, it'll just depend. So just plan accordingly. It's going to be night games and um, you know, good luck to these franchises. And so again, I'm, I'm kind of pulling for the Mets because of family, but I wouldn't, I would not be upset at the Royals one. It's, it's nice to be agnostic and not have like a team. Like I'm like, Oh my God, you know, especially baseball. Um, I'll put a perspective. Virginia got into the world series of college baseball this past summer. Those two years in a we were playing Vanderbilt, who had beaten us the previous year. And when your team's in a championship of like baseball, baseball is a game where every single pitch it it feels it doesn't feel slow anymore. It's almost like it becomes a cocoon, and every pitch and every at bat is so important. Like you're literally like your heart's pounding, and it's like a buildup into a crescendo, and then finally when when the results happen, you're either like super super sad or the most excited person on the planet. It, it, There's nothing like championship baseball nothing like it. it it's one of the best experiences as a fan you need to watch watch the world
0: series that is, trust me you that is a, love a baseball great you you just sold it that was that was all. Awesome. you just made it sound sound extremely exciting i i applaud that
1: it's like it's like kind of like really good sex you know sometimes like you build it up build it up build it up and you still might be disappointed at the end
0: <laughs> oh well i don't uh I don't want to get into why that would be the case, but that's that's too bad if that if that's happening for any <laughs> any any of the gals listening out there
1: or that's pals, you know, or pals it might be on on the girls' end. You pals. never know. Or you know, again, we're <laughs> equal. You know, everybody's welcome here at Galpel Nation. I am very rainbow friendly, so um, yes, yeah. yes. So you were not watching the World Series last night because you were watching basketball, NBA, I Tipped was. Off, yay! All right. I am not I'll be honest with you. I'm not paying attention to baseball uh, basketball yet. There's just too much going on. I'm really focused on baseball. I like the NBA. I don't love it. College basketball is my first love. And that's okay. And that's okay. You, however, love you. So I'm like, I've, you know, here's the thing about you, Ryan, I feel like you're like a really chill guy. You got the cool, sexy voice. We talked about this. You're in a band, um, which they're playing. You're playing what you're doing a Halloween show. um, Right?
0: We are. You know, you asked me my Halloween plans, and I ended up yelling uh, at the world about college football. Um, yes, my, my band is playing on uh, the 30th, actually, not the 31st. If anybody's in Las Vegas, which is really Henderson, Nevada, it's, it's really the same. We're playing at the Goldmine Tavern, and my band, uh, we are playing a three-hour Halloween show. We're all dressing up. encourage everyone else to dress up. It goes from 9 p.m. to midnight. I don't know if I just said that uh goldmine it's gonna be it's gonna be great i do uh i play guitar and i sing and uh our band doesn't suck that's what i like to say i promise you they don't i've it
1: heard it. them they're on, they're on spotify and they're very good and i'm not saying that because ryan's on i said this like off air many months weeks ago because i checked them out on spotify very good very peppy i like them very much and yeah no it's, we are it's awesome.
0: We are called the Forget-Me-Nows, so if anyone is interested, please look that up. And if anybody yeah. gets the reference as to why we're called that, you are amazing.
1: Okay. I don't I don't understand the reference. I just know the band's really good. If you're in Las Vegas right. and you haven't uh, had have any other plans. Plus, I feel like guys love Halloween because, number one, they get to be big kids and dress up and, you know, do spooky things, and girls are pretty much half-naked.
0: Yeah, It's, it's really a know, guy holiday.
1: And there's, feel, and and there's like- candy everywhere.
0: Candy. Yeah. I candy too. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Especially in Las Vegas. Well, I guess every day is Halloween in Las Vegas. Every time I've uh, been, if, feels if like you go it, to anyway. the strip, yeah,
0: you're, you're, you're pretty much right. Especially with all the characters yeah, no, actually, that are always out it there. It
1: was Fremont street. That was more interesting than the strip. That was some Downtown interesting stuff.
0: Is the place where all the locals go. That's like, that's the cool spot. And and the Fremont experience it's still like a touristy thing, but right off of that, and actually my band plays at a lot of these places, right off of the experience on Fremont, there's a bunch of uh, cool bars and just places where everybody hangs out. It's the place to be. Yeah.
1: The last time I was in Las Vegas, it was for New Media Expo. That's where I was discovered by Pod Vader, and they gave me a podcast Well, I had a group of guys. I was the only girl, as always. And then, <laughs> so we all went out. We went to Bangor Brewing, um, which I'm assuming you know what that is. Yeah. Um, anger brewing company and we drink beer and it was delicious so definitely check them out too boy you there know you just go to las vegas it's fun, but don't stay on the strip you know and then i saw like the cool like um what was it container park thing with the giant praying yeah. mantis and it shoots fire that was crazy fairly yeah, so,
0: uh, new and it's awesome
1: yeah so lot, lots of cool things in vegas so okay so um nba how excited are you like i've never so again what i'm saying is you are like this cool chill laid back kind of you know can sexy voice you do um you know like chill also all of a sudden like cool chill ryan becomes like a crazy man on twitter talking about nba i'm like my god who is this guy it's like jekyll and hyde it's like mr hyde's come out and he wants to he wants to talk about nba basketball so go Go, Brian. I do I,
0: I love me some NBA and I realize that that I'm I'm kind of a freak when it comes to it because you, you said you don't pay attention right now and that's a hundred percent normal I feel like you know if people don't pay attention to the NBA till the last few months that that seems to be a normal thing but I was just getting really pumped for the the season and I I, I love the entire NBA uh, as you know I don't know if if uh, anybody else does but I'm sadly a huge uh, New York Knicks fan. Um, and you know, things will look a little bit better, but, uh, I don't know about the playoffs. <laughs> no,
1: they're nice, no, they're but, not. No, uh, they're not. so funny. No, they're not. Not as long as the in Cleveland. You're so cute. Stop it. Don't, don't set yourself last, up for disappointment.
0: They're better than last well, they year. They couldn't making get the
1: any worse.
0: Oh yeah. My because, God, uh, man. last year I you think we so won invisible. 17 games. Um, but that yeah, is, look, I'm, ugh. it's, it's okay. disgusting so just, bad
1: well it just we talked about this in your last appearance you we we revealed this on the the next fan up um special yeah. episode and that you were a Knicks fan and i was just horrified yeah. because you were also a jaguars fan just like right yeah. what the hell have you done with your life
0: you couldn't U- pick like the UNLV. lakers yeah. <laughs> yeah well uh lakers and Knicks are pretty much the same right now so
1: that's uh, true that's true the,
0: the unlv basketball is the best thing that I have going for me as a fan and the, and the, like their claim to fame was really before I started getting into it. And they made the sweet 16 once in like the last 10 years. And and then I started watching and I think like a couple round one wins was my big claim to fandom, but, but, uh, <laughs> the NBA, uh, I'm, I'm just super excited and, and always glad when, when guys come back and they're playing, like we get Jabari Parker's going to be playing Julius Randall's going to be back. Um, I don't even know if this is uh, a, you know, uh, a, a, an opinion that is uh, – I don't know. This seems like maybe it's a common opinion, but Andrew Wiggins to me is basically the next, I don't know, Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis right now is the next uh, – Steph Curry is the next LeBron or whatever. Just as someone who's going to be a super-duper star, uh, I really like Wiggins. I think he's going to be great. Um As far as teams go, um, my my hates uh, actually lie with the San Antonio Spurs, and it just they're going to be great again. And it just they're why does your hate lie with
1: them? What did they do to you?
0: The Spurs used to be so boring, and they would win championships. And really, the reason why is the first year I started really watching basketball, the finals was Knicks Spurs, and we just never had a chance. Just never had a chance. So they left a bad taste in my mouth. I used to like uh Steve Nash and those Suns teams were really fun and the Spurs would always win in crazy ways against the Suns and they would just have s- such bad luck and the Spurs would just keep living on and just just don't die but you know I completely recognize that they're great I just don't I just don't prefer them but uh we got uh, the West is loaded the East is not uh you have the Cavs and everybody else in my opinion even though they lost to the Bulls last night it doesn't matter it's one at 82 it's a long season or whatever, but um, I, I don't even know what what you want me to say about the NBA. I love it. Do you you want some uh, some finals predictions? What what do we got? Just a little preview.
1: Yeah, we could do that. I will say the one p- player I'm looking forward to watching, of course, is Justin Anderson. Um, he was drafted oh. by the Dallas Mavericks out of Virginia, yeah. and of course, I'm going to be following him because he is amazing. I'm was so I cried, Ryan, when he announced that he was leaving early because could oh, you imagine him with, with Malcolm Brogdon and Anthony Gill? I'm just so upset. No, I'm really super happy for him. He's such a great guy. He's such a great ambassador. You can already tell Dallas has really embraced him and love him. I think if they give him room and he's going to develop, he's going to be a monster. And I'm so, so happy for him. I could not – I mean, it's so great for me, again, as a college fan, particularly because I do love – I mean, you think you, you think I'm crazy on Twitter now? I become Mark yeah. Sicko crazy when it comes to UVA basketball. That now is That's crazy.
0: crazy. But I do.
1: So just be warned. Like poor Sam is a UNC fan and he and I have already gone at it many, many times.
0: (laughs) Um, Justin Anderson just, is he's a he's a two way player if I remember right. Um, he and- is he can
1: shoot and he's got a great three shooter and of course because he comes out of that Tony Bennett system you know he's going to defend yeah. really really well and he's just physically athletic I mean he's just a beast and he's just oh my God
0: Ryan that's basketball Aww. Um is yeah, a great
1: game. Basketball's a yeah. great game, gals and pals. If you're not into sports, basketball's a great game to watch. It, it's super quick. Games go pretty by pretty quickly. Um you're inside, so you're not like in the elements. <laughs> oh, um, that's is a great yeah. It, it's a great, great game.
0: Going I I know people like to say, "Oh, you got to go to a baseball game. You got to go to a hockey game." But going to a basketball game is great because like you said, it is short. It's like if yeah. I don't know. A, a and it's constantly thing, moving.
1: Yeah, it's a great it's, date
0: it's really night. fast, I'm moving. Yeah, it's
1: a it's a great date night. So yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, predictions. I like that. Do you have any?
0: Yeah. Um. I, I was just thinking here. The actual the only prediction I want to make is kind of a little. It's not really a final thing, but I know we have the Bulls in the East and maybe the Wizards and and some of these other teams, the Knicks. No, I'm just kidding. Um. You know, so some of these other possible contenders for the Cavs. Even though the Cavs are probably just going to make it again, but. I really th- I've been thinking about this. I really think the second best team in the East at the end of the year is going to be the Miami Heat. And I think I would, well, I would love to see a series between LeBron going against his old team and, and the Heat facing LeBron. I really just, they have, uh, you know, Wade and Bosch, who are experienced NBA champions, they have a championship coach. Then I have Goran Dragic, that Whiteside guy who came out of nowhere last year. I just, I, I like what they're doing. Um, Justice Winslow could be, he could be a player. Um, and I, I think that at the at the end of the year, uh, we're going to think of them as the second best team in the East. So that's that's kind of it's kind of my big takeaway as far as an NBA Finals. It's just it's the Cavs versus whoever makes it out of the just just. Battle Royale in the in the West. There's so many good teams, and it, it's hard to pick against the the San Antonio Spurs. And you know the Warriors can make it again. Uh, and and gosh, if if the Clippers could ever just not choke away a playoff series, they're a good team as well. Um, Any. Uh, Honestly, it's the Cavs versus the, any one of them. I could, I could stick my neck out and pick one if you want, but I, I, you can't in the West. It's, it's too, it's too hard, and and just the the Cavs will be good for a long time.
1: Um, I think that is a bold um, move there, Cotton. Um, my God, uh, um, <laughs> Miami number two. I was thinking Atlanta. Yes. I was thinking um, oh, actually Milwaukee. Atlanta. Milwaukee.
0: Atlanta. Milwaukee. Yes. M- Milwaukee is going to be good. I like, M- I, I, I like
1: Milwaukee a lot, actually. Ooh. That's kind of my sleeper pick. You like that. Okay. sexy, isn't it? Yeah.
0: it See, yes, I do the, know what I'm Bucks, talking about. Bucks, yes, yeah. you do. M- Milwaukee, I, th- I think, is going to be good. I
1: just became Ryan's I, favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you make NBA sleeper picks at me. That's that's all that's all the gals need to do for Ryan. That's not true. Um, <laughs> the... The and bucks dress like,
1: uh, like um, appropriate Halloween costumes and provide candy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, I'm not <laughs> going to lie. Um, the, the bucks are, are going to be good. I, I think they're personally, I, um, I mean, it would, it would be really interesting if they are the number two team, but uh, uh, I think there's still a little bit of way to, to get that far, like in the playoffs or, or in the standings. But I do agree that they are going to be a good team. Um, and I'm probably overlooking the Bulls a little bit, but I just maybe I've just grown a little bit tired of them and don't don't think that they're going to quite make it. But, yeah, that that is my big thing is, is I do think the Heat are are going to be a good team as long as, uh, you know, Bosch doesn't get a, a health scare like he did again last year or any barring anything crazy. That's I, I have a high opinion of their team this year.
1: Well, there you go. Okay. Last item of business Detroit Lions have a new offensive coordinator. I don't know if you heard about this. His name is Jim Bob Cooter. I have found a great article. I will include this in the show notes. Five things that we need to know about the new Lions offensive coordinator. Are you ready?
0: I, well, I am ready and I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but apparently I'm going to be disappointed.
1: Yes. Number one, this is really important. I have been laughing about his name, Jim Bob Cooter, because that is, uh, I'm like, I was thinking, oh my God, what did his parents do? His parents did not name him that. His birth name is James Robert Cooter, but he decided to shorten it down to Jim Bob. And it's not clear how long he's been going by Jim Bob, um, but he's had it since at least his freshman year of college. So it is a lifestyle. I love this tweet that they put in the article. Dude could have gone by James Cooter. Instead, he cho- chose Jim Bob. That's a lifestyle decision. So that's that right there. All right. Number Let me- two, he's... Yeah, I, no. I just need to
0: interject because I'm actually not as disappointed as the, what I thought I would be because uh, the reason why <laughs> is, is you did tell me that that wasn't his, his real name. And so I, I was going to be disappointed when it was like uh, Steve or something, but it, the <laughs> fact that his name is James Robert, those are both shortened to Jim Bob. And I'm just thinking, I, I think you made a grave choice because when your last name is Cooter you you're just it's it almost doesn't matter what your first name is going to be. So he just went full out and went with Jim Bob and it just works perfectly. So I'm still all right. I'm still on the Jim Bob cooter train, whatever that means. Maybe she can.
1: All right. Number two, he's only 31. So he's younger than me. I think he's hmm. older than you. Um, cause I'm not yeah. sure how old you are, but I d- definitely think you're younger than me. Um, so, um, yeah, so he is, he's now the second youngest in the NFL. Um, trailing only Washington's, um, Steve McNay, who turns 30 in January. So there you go. Wow, um, number three. Like that. Yeah, that's super young. Like that's ridiculously yeah. young to be a coordinator. It's interesting. Number three, he's a former Tennessee volunteers quarterback um you know um so he was a quarterback at tennessee but he was a backup he only played in three games during his career but at his time in tennessee it was actually what launched his nfl coaching career before coming to the nfl he was a graduate assistant at the at tennessee for two seasons in 2007 2008 so there's that he's been coaching the nfl since 2009 um you know let's see if i've got anything on here um he used his tennessee ties to land a job with the colts Ooh. That does not make Ryan happy. Um, where he worked oh, yeah. as an offensive assistant That's for three right. seasons from 2009 to 2011. During his final year at the Colts, Cooter was promoted to assistant offensive coordinator. And after three years in Indy, he served one season at the Chiefs uh, with the Chiefs. And then he made the move to Denver. So obviously Peyton Manning likes him a lot. And then hmm. um, when he was hired by the Lions in 2014, apparently Peyton Manning was actually really disappointed. So, wow. He said, yes. Thanks he highly, said I know. He said, this is what um, Ian Rappaport tweeted um, um, about Jim Bob uh, that when the Lions hired Jim Bob Cooter away from the Broncos, Peyton Manning was very upset. He was a valued part of his preparation. So that could be another reason why Peyton's not playing as well. That's yeah, really
0: Jim Bob old. is the key um, to Peyton Manning's demise. <laughs> Peyton Who knew it? <laughs> I
1: know. I know. All right. Number five. This is the most interesting of them all. He's been arrested twice. <laughs> What? Yes. He was Come arrested on. twice during his time in Tennessee. In June 2006, Cooter was suspended indefinitely from the Volunteers football program after being arrested and charged with a DUI. Oops, kids, designated drivers Ooh. are fun. Um, and then in 2009, Cooter was hit with an um, aggravated burglary charge after he climbed what? through a woman's window, stripped down. <laughs> what? Oh my God, this is crazy. Wait, I should have read this before I got on the air. Yeah, but I you didn't to read this with Okay. No. Okay, in 2009, Cooter was hit with an aggravated burglary charge after he climbed through a woman's window, stripped down to his underwear, and got to the bed with the woman, according to a news source in Knoxville, Tennessee.
0: What? 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 I'm looking at okay. pictures of Jim Bob Cooter right now, and I could I could totally see that happening now.
1: Okay, here's, here's my feeling on this. This is shocking, because I'm like the NFL is already in so much trouble with women lately with Greg Hardy and his yeah. nonsense. Oh my God. His nonsense. Yeah. This guy's an offensive coordinator. What the heck? Someone's got some explaining to do. And that's all. And, and previous article, that's all they list. Hmm. I'm going to do some more investigation. Wow. So, but that, those are five yeah. things we did not did know about Jim Bob Cooter. So that, you know what? His name now really fits him. That's it creepy.
0: really does. That last one. Yes. Yeah, is, is pretty creepy. I mean, I don't really want to read about it, but I kind of want to read about it to see, you know, I I don't know how that story could be spun any other way, I I guess, but I almost don't want to believe it. You, you know what I mean? But I guess that's, it's, it's a police report and you got arrested for it. Yikes. Yuck. I mean, Jim Bob Cooter, your name sounds gross already, but that just, that just made you even more gross, dude. What What's going on? Ugh.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh. So, all right. Uh, and, He's no uh, football wise, we'll he see what he can to... do with Matthew Stafford. Eh? Okay. Yay!
1: And maybe Matthew Stafford can find Megatron again. Yay! Yay! <laughs> all right, Ryan. If the if Galpa Nation wants to talk more fun sports, see all your excitement over the NBA, um, <laughs> where should they go?
0: Um. Well, you can go to Twitter uh, at Ryan M underscore Doctor Hands. That's where you can find me on the internet.
1: Yeah, my um after your first appearance on my show, the Dr. Hands thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. No, let's let's forget about your podcast for a minute. No, the Dr. Hands thing, Ryan. Um, yes. I don't really want to know the true story. My girlfriends and I, I was telling you about this. I have a, um, if you guys see me on Facebook in my real life, I don't really talk about it on Twitter too much because Twitter, I'm, I'm definitely always sports gal pal, but I do have, you know, regular girlfriends and we do other, you know, like shop for shoes and things like that. But I, I have a group of four girlfriends, uh, three girlfriends and myself. So we make four of foursome and, um, we, um, have something we call TR Tuesday where we go out to lunch and, you know, we do fun girly things. That's just what we do. And so, when they heard the episode, and they loved your voice, by the way. Now, these are all, I'm the youngest at 35. I'm not going to reveal the other ages. So, these are, you know, um, more seasoned women, more mature. Um, but we all agreed. We, we had different theories of why you were called Dr. Hands. Yes.
0: Well, um, are you going to tell the listeners any of these theories?
1: Well... Some of them we cannot reveal on air because it is, uh, we try to yes. be a family friendly show. Um, so we're not going to do that. Um, we, we just had many theories. We figured it's because you play, the, the general consensus was it probably was because you play guitar and, um, guitar players are hot typically. So well <gasps> done.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you.
1: Next man up now, first off, when this episode is revealed, if, if the guys listen to this, can you imagine the the things that are gonna be said in slack after this? Tim may break up with me. Uh, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. Me. I mean, seriously, I, my well fourth game has
1: been on tonight. It just just that's okay. i'm I'm laying it on thick so that Ryan knows that I really appreciate him coming on. He was brave enough to be the first one up in the Pal universe, you know, with this crazy no experiment. and now, and now, like you guys have basically like you're stuck with me. I mean, I'm, I'm like the 34th super fan, you know? Right. Right, right, right. Basically, right, yeah, right. basically. Yes, but you can worse. hear Ryan and all the super fans on Next Fan Up. <laughs> it's on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Next Fan Up. You can follow them on Twitter at NFU Podcast, and then also see all of their um, previews um, on their Facebook page. You can just search in the bar Next Fan Up. Um, the guys are great. It's an awesome podcast. They are looking for a few super fan um, teams. So if you're a fan of, say, like the Redskins, um, there's a few others, I believe Seattle. Um, I'm trying to think some yeah, others. We-
0: I think we are yeah, still you, looking at. You have a couple openings. A fan. Uh, we did Seattle. just get a Texans fan not too long ago, so that position yes. is filled.
1: Except he has not been on my podcast yet, so he doesn't count.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Don't you time. think
1: don't you think that should be a rite of passage like for the next <laughs> fan up guys that they have to come on the podcast and deal with me? Seems like, like it. It's, yeah. I just think I think it should be a thing because I got all the other ones when they were all there. So anyway, again, it's Ryan. Ryan again, thank you so so much for coming back on. And um, we'll have you back on when we want to talk more NBA basketball.
0: Yeah. Sounds great. And thank you very much for having me on.
1: Or when the Jaguars make the playoffs because the AFC South is that bad.
0: Oh, it's terrible. That, uh, it's just, it's tough to even say out loud. I just, I, I feel like I would be dreaming. So don't get my hopes up. Don't get my hopes up. Go Jacks. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening to the sports gal pal podcast and be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com With lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.